Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Brand Mary Podcast. I am back from a two-week trip to Europe. Ooh, it was so good for the soul. My family and I traveled through Copenhagen and Stockholm and Zurich, and we had such an amazing time. And I'm back, and I'm getting back into the swing of things and my routine, which is also a little tricky when you are coming back from vacation. I'm sure you can relate. So I thought today I would share with you five daily habits that I use that really help me as an entrepreneur. So today's episode, I'm really going to kind of break down five of the things that I focus on every single day and dive a little deep into these different areas. And I really encourage you to adapt them and make them work for you. I think when we start talking about habits and routines and things like that, it's really important to understand where we're coming from as the listener and understand that, you know, my story and what I do every single day might not mirror what you do every single day or where your priorities and your expectations are. And that is a-okay. What I hope by sharing these types of episodes is to inspire you to figure out what your routine and what your habits are look like for you. You know, I'm all about creating more alignment in your business, in your life, in your relationships. And that alignment comes from a deep knowing of who you are and what you need and where your priorities lie. And so these five habits are things that I've been doing for a really long time now. And if you've been following along for any period of time, you have probably heard me talk about the book that completely changed my life. The book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. If you haven't checked it out yet, I highly recommend it is on your reading or listening list. I have always understood what habits were. I, like you maybe, used to listen to podcasts and YouTube videos and attempt to make these changes, quote unquote, and they never stuck. And after I read that book at the beginning of 2019, seriously, my view and my look at how I approached habits completely changed and all areas of my life as a result shifted as well. And as an entrepreneur, I think it's really important to have these daily habits as a way to ground yourself and as a way to check in and as a way to make sure that you're prioritizing things outside of business. Because as we prioritize our life outside of business, guess what? Our business grows. Our business does well. We're able to give the energy and the attention that we need in our business because we've been taking care of ourselves outside of it. And that is really, really, really important. So let's dive into the five things that I do daily. And like I said, I'm really working on 
doing these again because when I'm on vacation, most of them go out the window. I am here to just live my best life on vacation. <laughs> and so I love coming back and kind of getting into that routine. So if you're in a season where you're coming back from a holiday or you're coming out of a really busy, chaotic season and you're ready to ground yourself, especially as we head into the fall and cooler months here in the U.S. at least, this is a really great time to do that. So the very first one I have for you, and please do not throw your phone at the wall, and please do not get mad at me, but I'm about to say the words morning routine. Okay, look, I too have a love-hate relationship with the phrase morning routine because I too have watched all of these YouTube videos and read all of these blogs and all of these different things when I was trying to figure out like what is the secret sauce to a morning routine and I too would look at the 5 a.m wake up call videos and the every 20 minutes doing something new and it just never worked for me that's never been the way that I like to structure my mornings and a few years ago, I did a video over on my YouTube channel. You can definitely check it out. It's a morning routine vlog. And honestly, my morning routine hasn't changed much since I did that original video because I don't focus so much on the nitty gritty elements within my morning routine. I focus on the general principles that I'm going for in the morning. So for me, I really love to focus on some key areas. Number one is my mind. Number two is movement. And number three is nutrition. So these are the three kind of areas. And I would say nutrition, maybe body, you know, but these are the three areas that I really focus on every single morning. And it looks different every morning and every season. And that has giving myself permission to be flexible in this area has been a game changer because I don't want to wake up and feel super rigid and that I have to be up at a certain time and I have to do this and check, 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 check. I like to have a little bit more flexibility. Now, I do have the option of having this flexibility because I work from home full time and I homeschool my son. So we're not rushing to get out the door. And I know that that is not the case for everyone listening. So again, I like to focus on what are three areas that you would like to achieve in your morning and then figuring out what feels best for your soul during that time. So in the summer months, my morning routine, my mindfulness is usually grounding myself, walking outside barefoot, going into my garden, uh, saying my affirmations, you know, thinking about you know, how is my mind feeling today and just doing a bit of reflection. In the winter months, I find that I really love to cozy up with a hot cup of coffee and a blanket and journal. And that is what I like to do for my mind area. My movement is stays really, really consistent. I work out pretty much every single morning. I do some sort of movement. It usually consists of a workout with weights or cardio, and that has always really helped me feel centered and grounded. I know when I don't work out, my day is like so wonky, but when I take that time for myself, it's it's a game changer. And I realized really early on that 
when I work out in the morning, it's much more effective for my mental state and my productivity than when I work out in the evening as well. And then the third area is definitely nutrition. I've talked about this before, and it's actually going to be another habit I'm going to talk about in a few minutes, but making sure that I'm nourishing my body. So making sure that I'm eating a really savory, beautiful breakfast and having my coffee and taking the time to mindfully mindfully enjoy that is really, really important. I think the whole approach to the morning routine for me specifically is around mindfulness. So I'm very intentional with what I'm doing. I like to wake up a little bit earlier than my son and take some time to look at our homeschool plan for the day, look at my schedule for the day, really align myself with that and then take that time for myself. And again, this is something that I've been doing for years, 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 since my son was really little. And so he also understands that we both kind of have our own morning routines, although he wouldn't know that's what it's called. We haven't labeled it as that, but he knows that I work out, that we eat breakfast, that I go out to my garden or I journal. Like these are all things he's aware of because I've repeated that process day after day after day. So as you're getting started, and especially if you have kiddos, give yourself some grace. And like I said, I find that having a morning routine that focuses on three key areas and then adjusting what you do in each area based on your needs that day, week, or even seasonally really gives you know some flexibility there and makes it more enjoyable. It doesn't have to be rigid. It's about consistency. And I think that's where a lot of people uh, you know, miss the mark because they're being too rigid with it, too structured with it. And maybe you're not the type of person that thrives in that type of morning environment. And that's okay. I am not as well. So definitely a morning routine every single morning. I also do this on the weekends. Again, it looks different timing wise and what I do, but I still focus on my three core areas. The second habit that I have every single day when I am doing my schedule is frequent breaks. Now this is a habit that I do not hear a lot of people talk about. And I think it's really, really important, especially if you are working from home. Now, most individuals, most, and it does vary, need to do about 90-minute chunks and then take a break. 90-minute chunks and take a break. That works really well for me. I find that 90 minutes is a good time to dive into a specific task in my business. So writing emails, creating content, I'm recording content right now, or um, working on the back end of something, maybe I'm doing some updates, client work, what have you. 90 minutes, and then take an intentional break. And this intentional break should really be you walking away from your computer, walking away from your phone, walking away from your business. In the beginning, I think it's really important to set a timer because I can get into my work and be so fully focused on it that hours and hours could go by and I have forgotten to literally go to the bathroom. You want to start incorporating these intentional breaks in to make your work more enjoyable, yes, but to also give yourself a mental break. There are a lot of studies that show by shifting and actually stepping away from what you are working on, you're able to be more productive. You're able to be more efficient. You're able to be more creative. Sometimes we think if I just sit down, if I just finish this and work through this, even though it's taking me hours and hours, it'll be done. 
but you're actually depriving yourself of creativity and inspiration and things are taking longer than they need to take. So taking those frequent breaks can really impact how much you are able to get done in a day. It's truly shocking. If you haven't attempted this yet, definitely work it into your schedule, which brings me to point number three, schedule everything. I put everything inside of my Google Calendar, including my breaks, okay? Because then I'm able to honor those commitments to myself. So one of the things that I have really gotten into the habit of doing is blocking out my calendar. So putting my workouts in my calendar, going back to the morning routine, putting my 90 minute chunks of focus inside of my calendar so I know what I'm going to be focused on. And then as a result, my breaks are also worked in there as well. We also schedule everything from our dates to I'll put movie nights in the calendar, all the activities my son has, all of these different things, because I want to know where my time is going. I want to be at the end of the week and be able to reflect back on What happened? How did I feel? How do I feel at the end of the week? Is there things that I want to repeat? Are there things I don't want to do anymore? How do I get rid of those, right? Like, I want to be able to consciously know where my time is going. Now, one of my friends, former clients, and also a previous mentor inside of one of my programs, Ash, she did a special interview all about habits here on the Brand Mary podcast, where she talked about color coding your calendar. And this is not something that I've really dove into fully. I do have different colors for personal and business, but a lot of my clients have experimented with this and truly, truly love it. It really helps with the discipline of A, getting things into your calendar, and B, being intentional with where your time is going. I feel like I already have a pretty good grasp on this, but if you don't, if you feel like you're giving 100% of your energy in one area and depriving yourself of personal hobbies, color coding might be something to explore. And the concept is basically that you color code the different categories of your life. So maybe one is your relationship, one are personal hobbies, maybe one is like self-care, family time, you've got work areas. You could even go as far as color coding the different areas in your business. So maybe it's content creation, client work, admin work, different things like that. I use a app called Toggle Track and it tracks all of our time. This is something that we started doing at the end of last year and it has blown my mind in seeing where my time is going in my business. So I really love to use that tool. It also helps me keep track of how many hours a day I'm working in my business. And um, it's something that I can evaluate and audit as we go through the year. So scheduling everything is a habit that I live by because again, it allows me to be more intentional with my time. Another thing that I really love to be able to do with a Google Calendar is move stuff around because Monday Michelle might have these amazing intentions of how the week is going to go. And then Wednesday Michelle is like, that's not happening. We need a break. So when I can look at my calendar in the morning and see like, whoa, we've got client calls and then I planned on recording a bunch of content, but I don't really feel like it. 
I can move things around. I can free up my schedule rather than trying to store it all in my brain and just making that more overwhelming and crowded and trying to remember things. It's such a simple practice to just be like, change those times, change those dates, move them around, voila. And you're being more deliberate with your time and what you're doing. And I think there's a lot of power in that. So this is a habit that I absolutely love, which then brings me to habit number four, which is setting up my day the night before. And so it's kind of like these first three areas go full circle in this one, but I love at the end of the day to A, reflect on what happened that day. How am I feeling? Did I give myself enough breaks? What was my schedule like? Uh, Were there things that weren't planned or weren't on the schedule that got added? You know, what essentially happened and how did that make me feel? And then I also love to plan out my schedule for the following day. And so for me personally, that looks like looking at my calendar, What did previous Michelle think we were going to get done tomorrow? Okay. What is on the schedule? What are those commitments, right? Scheduled calls, scheduled meetings, um, things that we are doing, co-op things with my son, homeschool lessons, different things like that. Like what are the, you know, kind of non-negotiables on the schedule? And then I also like to just really kind of ground myself in my expectations for the next day. I find that this is a really fantastic way to close the book on the current day while also subconsciously preparing myself for the next day. And it allows me to be a little bit more chill and a little bit more relaxed. And as somebody who struggles sometimes to chill out, that's a really great habit to have. And I find that, you know, family is a huge priority for me. I talk about this all of the time on the podcast, in my business, within my brand. It's literally why I created my business. It's why I structured my business the way that I I have. And so I want to be fully present with my family during this element and at this time of the day. And so by closing that chapter on the current day, I am able to do that. And it's something really beautiful that happens. And I'm not spending a bunch of time while we're watching our TV shows or while we're eating dinner thinking about the next day because I've already kind of solidified that. I've already looked at that. I'm already clear on that. And I don't have to worry about it until tomorrow. It's eliminated a lot of worry. And that's been something beautiful that has happened for me over the last, I would say, like year and a half because I was a worry wart and I'm still working on it, but it's definitely improved. And ironically enough, it has improved by just looking at my freaking schedule and, you know, feeling really good about what my activities are the next day. It also allows me to just kind of hit the ground running when I wake up in the morning. I know I have my whole morning routine. I know when I'm going to be starting work and I know what I'm going to be doing. And there's flexibility there. Of course, I can adjust things as needed, but I'm able to get into it. And I'm not spending all of this time trying to plan out the day and, you know, uh, basically like waste time, I would argue, like waste time trying to get my momentum up and get moving and get motivated. I already kind of get into it because I've already given myself a pep talk the night before, which is really amazing. I also can clue my family in on what's happening because we have a really 
dynamic schedule here at the house. My son obviously is here and we are homeschooling and I am leading that this year because my husband recently went back to work and has just been getting promoted like a champ at his job, which is amazing. So his schedule is a little funky. And then obviously my work, I'm working full time. So I have my work schedule as well. And so there's a lot of moving parts that kind of work with our schedule. And at the end of the day, I can say, hey, this is what I've got going on. I need everyone to kind of know that these are like I'm on client calls or I have meetings or whatever. And we can just have that conversation as a family. And it it provides so much grace and compassion for one another. If someone's got a really busy day, we can all kind of step up and support them in that. Or we all have a busy day and we are all on the same page and we just get it and that's great and there's less yelling. That's always the goal, okay? <laughs> all right. So, so much of what I've shared so far is really centered around your schedule. And that is an area that I really believe if we can be more intentional with our time, where our time is going, what we're doing, we create more balance and flow in our day-to-day lives. And that does require you to maybe take an extra step, right? Like take an extra step with intentionality in the morning. Take an extra step with scheduling your breaks. Take an extra step to make sure everything's on the calendar so that you can, you know, reflect on that at the end of the week and make these changes and take that extra step to look at your schedule the night before. It's going to take you maybe, it takes me five to 10 minutes at the end of the day, but I honestly think it saves me like 45 minutes the next day. Being more intentional with our calendars, with our schedule, with our time allows us to create these more sustainable and aligned businesses. And I think it's really beautiful and it doesn't have to take hours and hours and hours to make these small shifts and these small habits. The final habit that I wanted to share with you is definitely a personal one, and um, it's it's more of a value-based habit, and I really wanted to touch on this because I think it's important to create habits that reflect your core values and reflect where you are in life at this moment in time. So my fifth habit, and something that has played a massive role in my energy output as a business owner has been prioritizing nutrition and being more mindful about nutrition. Now, I'm a foodie. I love it. I love researching it. I love not only eating delicious food and traveling the world to explore different food, but also the effects that food have on us mentally and physically, as well as emotionally. And this is something that started years ago after I lost my brother to cancer and then continuously, unfortunately, we have lost multiple family members to cancer over the years. And it's something that's a really big priority for my family specifically. And while it's something that I have been mindful of in the past, last October, my hormone health really was completely out of whack. My I have hypothyroidism and my thyroid was really, really messed up. My hormones were really out of balance, and we were going through a lot of life changes as well. There are a couple podcast episodes last year where I talk about this if you want to tune into it. I'm also going to be talking more about, you know, the last year and some of the lessons that I've learned in episode 100, which is coming up soon, but... During this time, I really started to look at the areas that I could control, you know, and one of the areas was nutrition. 
I started to learn more about what I needed to eat, when I needed to eat it, and how I needed to consume it. And one of the books that played a huge role was called Glucose Revolution. Highly recommend you check it out. It's by the Glucose Goddess. I say her name wrong every single time, so I'm not even going to attempt it, but she's Glucose Goddess on Instagram. And I started to incorporate these changes into my lifestyle. Simultaneously, I started to prioritize being more mindful about my eating because I recognized that while I might have been eating healthy food, quote unquote, and prioritizing nutrition or what I thought I was prioritizing, I was like cramming food into my schedule. So I would be eating while getting ready in the morning. I was grabbing a salad or whatever and eating while I was working. I was skipping lunch a lot. I was eating dinner kind of hurried or standing in the kitchen. I wasn't prioritizing these moments. And while I dove into it in the beginning because of my hormone health, it really started to spiral and go a little bit deeper into my mindfulness practices. And I realized that I wasn't being mindful about what I was eating. I wasn't being mindful about taking these breaks for myself. And that then snowballed into being more mindful about what I was doing while I was eating. And one of the things that I have done this year is really try to minimize my screen time. So putting up my phone at a specific time every night, putting it in my office, away from me on silent, uh, being conscious of what I consume during the day, checking how much time I'm spending on social media. Because as an entrepreneur in today's age, we spend all of our time online. I communicate with everyone online. I'm on the computer multiple hours a day. I create content in front of a camera, right? There's just like no escaping the screen. And so I have to be really intentional with that. And that all came back to me prioritizing nutrition. It was like the easiest thing for me to say, no, I'm eating right now. Like distractions gone. And that really played a role in my overall health. I have improved so many different areas of my life in terms of health. It's crazy within the last year. Again, I'll be reflecting on some of these in episode 100, which is coming up soon. But it played a massive role in the energy that I was able to give in my business. Last October, I had zero motivation. I was tired all of the time. I couldn't really even create content. I was not inspired. I had a lot of brain fog and I was struggling to show up online. And so my business obviously was impacted by that greatly. And it didn't feel good as an entrepreneur. And so that was the moment where I was like, oh, Wow. You know, like I feel like I've always known it, but to just have that reminder that like how I take care of myself, how I take care of my body, my mind, my emotional well-being, it impacts how I am able to show up in my business. It impacts how successful I will ultimately be in my business, whatever that looks like for me, whatever that looks like for you. And so I really encourage you when you're looking at your habits that you have a habit that is really just about you. It's just about taking care of you. It's not maybe your schedule. It's not, you know, your content workflow. It's not, uh, you know, even maybe like where you're spending your time. It's just about taking care of you. Because that really does snowball into everything that you're going to do 
as a business owner. And I am thrilled that we're seeing more of this represented online, but it's still not enough. We still need to be prioritizing that how we care for ourselves, and not I'm not just talking about like a bubble bath, I'm not just talking about self-care, although important, I'm talking about these daily habits of prioritizing ourselves, prioritizing our health, whatever area that might look like, and the impact that it ultimately has on us as entrepreneurs, business owners, CEOs, whatever you want to call yourself. You're able to be more creative. You can tap into your inspiration. You get amazing ideas. You can show up consistently. You can only do that when you are serving yourself at this level. So again, as you take inspiration from my five daily habits, I hope that one of them, at least one of them, is all about you and prioritizing you, okay? As I mentioned, I'm gonna be diving more into some of the lessons that I've learned over the past year. It's been a really, really transformative year for me over here at Brand Mary, and I'm gonna be sharing more about those in episode 100, which is coming out in a few weeks. Whether you listen in on the podcast or you watch the podcast over on YouTube, I'm so thankful that you tune in each week. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.